Welcome back to Say What Needs Saying. I am Zach here with Brandon and Red. We got both of them this time. We're here again. Yes. Another collaboration. Um, We are here to talk about culture. We're here to talk about perceptions of Americans, what people think of Americans and how people have been reacting to Red when he tries to get them to talk about their culture. So I don't know. I'm excited to hear a little bit about this. I know that he's been hinting at it and giving us hints about what he's been hearing. But yeah, kind of excited to, to hear a little bit straight from you. So yeah, I guess, you know, if you just want to jump into it, Red, let's tell tell everyone a little bit about your podcast. What do you do that, you know, you're asking these people to, to talk about? And then, you know, once you kind of explain that a little bit, yeah, just go ahead and jump in. What, what have you been hearing? What do people think about Americans over the in the Philippines? Oh, well, yeah, you mentioned Philippines, but my show, Red's Ramblings. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Brandon. Brandon's the best. <laughs> But I reach out mainly, the main focus is I reach out to other countries from around the world and just get like that that regular person off the street, whatever, not like a history professor or anything like that, just to talk about their everyday life, how they see their country, this, that, and the other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, from music, foods, you know, traditions, festivals, stuff like that. But it's just that everyday man or woman's view of their country. And... I, I do other stuff, but that, that's definitely the main focus of the show for sure. And yeah, like, you know, I, I, I reach out through different avenues through various Facebook groups, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, you know, if there's a global audience, I try and reach out. And, you know, being I'm, I'm from the States as well, like you guys and I'm South Carolina, when you reach out to certain ones, and it's probably a thing with any country, like if I lived in Australia, was reaching out. You might get the same thing. I don't know. But with everything going around the world, you know, last couple of years, uh, a, a lot of, you know, changes have been going around in, here in the States and whatnot. So depending on what side you're on, obviously, you know, you, you have an opinion about this or that. And when you reach out to certain countries, I, I, I particularly remember on Reddit for sure. And if anyone who's ever dabbled in Reddit kind of knows Reddit special. I, I'm just becoming immersed in this Reddit world for the say what he's saying, and it is special indeed. It is special indeed. You you got a little bit of everything. I mean, there's a subreddit for everything, right? In that, like we we have cats in, in, at my house, and there's you know my wife and I will take pictures of our cats, and you know for a lot of subreddits you got to build a certain amount of karma to even post on certain. Sp- uh, pages, especially the more popular ones. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cats, you know, I got cats. I'll post pictures of my cats to build up my karma so I can post my podcast stuff in bigger subreddits that require high karma. And like there, there's a subreddit for cats and water packages. Like that's so, <laughs> that's such a small niche. Right. That I never thought of, but my wife sent me a picture of our cat in, in a, you know, the package of water that we have. And I was like, I posted it in, in a cat thing. And then someone said, post it here. It's a subreddit for cats and water packages. I'm like, <laughs> really? Like it's this, you guys go this far into like small little niches anyways. So, you know, I'll, I'll post oh in, when, when I have a particular country that I've done an episode for, uh, majority of the time they have a subreddit. And I'll go there and I'll showcase that episode. Well, 
there's, you know, there are rules. Obviously, there's like no spam, no self-promotion and, and this, that, the other. You know, I've get, I've gotten banned a few times and that's fine. You know, if it's a self-promotion rule and I get banned, cool. I broke the rule. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But it's, you know, when you get the ones that allow it, whether it's technically bannable or not, some actually do allow it because they, they see that, hey, somebody is taking an interest in their country, their culture. And hopefully that person has actually watched the video <laughs> to see that it's not me, at least, you know, going out to try and profit off of, you know, the well-beings of others and, and or the lifestyle of others. Because one, I don't I don't make money off my show. I do it just to learn and showcase other people. I, I do it essentially for myself because I like to learn. I like to, you know, I can't travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I just reach out to people, talk to them, but then, you know, I share it for others who might also be interested. And yeah, you mentioned the Philippines because recently, you know, last week I didn't do a new episode because it was Valentine's. I promised the wife, you know, wasn't going to do anything. It was going to be a weekend for us. So what I did do, though, was showcase some older episodes that I had. And so I have an older episode with Jenny from the Philippines. And I so went to Philippines subreddit, put it out there. And not that long after I started getting comments on that on that post. And it was all in Filipino. So I don't know Filipino, but it was at night. And so, you know, Philippines is directly opposite of us, like in time. So it was like whatever at night for us here in the States and it was, you know, daytime for her. So I just messaged her. I was like, hey, what does this mean? And she's like, where'd you hear that? And I was like, from, you know, uh, Reddit. She's like, well, that's a derogatory term used towards foreigners who basically see, for Filipinos who basically see foreigners as a way to like make money off of their culture. Hmm. Like it's, oh, it's wow. apparently so prevalent that there's a particular term that they use for these foreigners. Now, you know, I didn't know this and, and, and she clarified it. And, you know, a part of me is like, okay, well, one, whoever posted that comment, they, they didn't watch the episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to watch it, you, you would definitely see that I'm like, again, I'm not making money off of this. I definitely mm-hmm. wasn't then. I'm sure I'm still not now. And I was just taking a liking to the culture. Because, we, you know, in that episode, we were talking about folklore and uh the Madanongal, which is like a, a floating vampire lady with no bottom half. You know, that was some cool stuff. And I was just, it was just a good, fun filled conversation learning about a country literally on the other side of the world. But they would just see it was a foreigner. I'm not necessarily sure if they knew I was American because I highly doubt that they watched this show. But I was a foreigner, talked to a Filipino, and they saw it as, I'm assuming this person like me a foreigner trying to make money off of their culture and whatnot because again it's apparently so prevalent there's whole youtube channels dedicated to like reaction videos to philippine life and people make money off of that so much so again there's a term coined for it so you get a little bit about that and again i'm not i can't blame the people who've reacted that way because again there's no way they could have watched the the episode and if they did watch it and they still came out with that type of mentality i don't know what to tell you (laughs) at that point you know um but then you have others because again like i I have certain countries that i want to speak to 
So I'll reach out to those subreddits. And I remember one in particular, I don't remember the country that it was, but like if I put out a message like that, you know, I say I'm from the States because, you know, I want to speak to a country from outside of my country. So I'll make sure to let it be known that I am from the States. And this was summer of last year, maybe fall. So, you know, if you know anything that's going on last summer, last fall, a lot of shit was happening here in the States around those times. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the questions I was getting was what side, you know, was I Republican or Democrat? Was I this, that, blah, blah, blah. Or they were just blatantly saying that I was, you know, that arrogant American want to showcase, you know, how low and subpar other countries were. Oh, wow. And all that's cool. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. But at the same time, there's a flip side. You got other people that when they actually take the time to, you know, ask more about the show or ask more about me or they go through themselves and watch an episode or two or listen to an episode or two, they usually come to me and say, you know, even if they don't want to come on the show, they'll say something, you know, they like what I'm doing, something like that. So like with anything, you know, you, you get positive feedback, you get negative feedback, you get, you know, the quote unquote haters or, or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, it's, it's a little, a little twofold. Um, I've definitely got more positive feedback and positive questions than, you know, people just blindly saying, you know, you're, Throwing out that arrogant American, I think I'm better than everybody, any of that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, that that has happened. That definitely has happened over the course of coming up a year now of doing the show. Not as much, especially now that I'm, I'm semi, a little bit bigger than I was, obviously, when I started. But it definitely still happens from time to time. And even when I get a guest, like there was an episode I did with a lady from China, an immigrant who's currently in California, you know, if you go watch that episode, she's very hesitant. You, you could tell the body language is very standoffish, you could say. And I asked her about it afterwards. And, you know, she was wondering where my political leanings were. Um, she was very against Trump. So she wanted to, and again, I'm from the South here in the state. So a lot of people generally would seem to think I was as well, especially back then when I interviewed her. I had no hair, you know, I was pretty much a, a buzz cut. So I had that look, you could say, um, of a quote unquote Trump supporter. And, you know, once we, once I answered that question, she, she definitely, even though it was after the episode, she opened up a lot more. She was more, you know, comfortable to speak to me. Um, but it, it, it's stuff like that. It's just, granted, you're putting yourself out in social media, which that's a risk in and of itself because there are people out there just, a-holes to be a-holes, you know? So you do have to deal with that for sure, regardless. And But then, yeah, you, you come up to with other people that are just super cool. I mean, I've made, but besides you guys who, you know, live here in the States, basically every single one of the 30 plus, almost 40 countries now, because I did recently count them up, that I've spoken to, I talk with all of them still to this day, like maybe not every day, but like every other week or so. I'll, I'll hit them up, check on them, see how they're doing and whatnot. So that type of thing overall has been absolutely amazing to to know that in this day and age with technology that we have, 
that we definitely didn't have because I'm, I'm, you know, I'll be 31 here coming up in a few months. You know, when I was 10, you know, he had collect calls and you know, long distance and all that kind of stuff. You had to, you know, nights and weekends. Oh God, I remember nights and weekends. Um, <laughs> but you didn't have this a- access to information, access to people. You know, you might have a viewer right now from another country currently watching this right now, you know, and you didn't have that, you know, X amount of years ago when, when we were younger. So it's just, it's just mind blowing that you have such an ease of access to cultures and just information in general. And, but with that, like with anything, you know, you, you get the occasional a-hole. It's life. You just got roll the punches. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, and I think it's interesting that we've kind of come full circle, right? Starting the conversations with David and Muhammad talking about cancel culture and censorship and things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it they were talking about, you know, being political and being associated with Trump and now coming kind of full circle back to, well, even the idea that these people from these countries think that you are associated with Trump in some way is enough for them to push you off the or push them off the show, right? Not not want to come on and talk on yeah. the show. And it's, it's crazy to me, right? Because like I see you have your views on Trump and you have your beliefs and things like that. But that said, like, it's fascinating to me that like, you know, I could, I could reach out to these countries, presumably with the same intent as you have, with the same motivation, mm-hmm. right, to learn, to, to grow, to have a better idea of what their country is like and, and everything associated with it. But when that same question would get asked, and, you know, if if I were to say, oh, well, yeah, I voted for Trump and oh, no, I, I voted for him the second time, sh- too. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm imagining that I'd probably get some dropped calls. I'm imagining that, that you know, yeah. yeah, some people would probably <laughs> drop off right then and there. And so it's it's yeah. crazy to me that I mean, you don't talk politics in your show, right? You don't talk these these no, things. And, not really. Yeah, at least, you know, yeah, rarely. And so, yeah, it's crazy to me that that Trump is and the politics of it, that's really permeating across mm. around the whole world right now. Are there other common yeah. factors that you found, any other common threads that you found people have, I guess, holding them back from wanting to talk to an American? Or does it really seem politics centric? Well, I, I will say, like, I've, I've never been asked beforehand if I was a Trump supporter from a potential guest. Mm-hmm. I've been asked that after the fact, like, I guess they would okay. take a read of me and maybe like say, well, I, I presumed, you know, again, mm-hmm. from the South mm-hmm. and before I started growing my hair out, again, short hair kind of had, I kind of had that skinhead type look about me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I guess I got a lot of people who assumed that beforehand, but even still, because I always start off before we go live or before I press record on my episodes, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't like to talk politics. If they want to, I'm fine with it, but I prefer not to because you do, it does get dicey at times, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they happen to have a different opinion than me. You know, I, I like to keep my episodes lighthearted to showcase the good stuff of certain countries and cultures, e- even if I know the history may be dark, you know, like I've had, you know, Muhammad and David on my show. So like, like you guys said, you know, our countries haven't always gotten along, you know, so there is this dark patch that we have, but we didn't really highlight it. We talked about the cool stuff about Iran Mm -hmm. and how they have sour food, which that sticks with me to this day, because that's just when I think of sour foods, I only think of candy. And no, that's not the case, apparently. (laughs) But so if, if 
they don't want to talk about politics, I'm all good with it. And with how, as you know, the ups and downs this year has, this past, you know, 12 months has been, a lot of them, when I do say that, hey, I don't want to talk about it, if you don't, they're like, cool, I don't either, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's never really come up beforehand because I kind of like nip it in the bud from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if they want to, I've been open to it. And I have mentioned, you know, my opinion on Trump or just the uh, yeah. where America stands in general on, on my show from time to time. So if it comes up, it comes up. I'm, I'm definitely not going to be like edit that those parts out. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't go in there with a the mentality to bring it up on purpose. You know, I'm, I'm just there to talk about the cool stuff, you know, kind of like a, a like a travel agent or for tourism, you know, like, hey, you know, over here in the Philippines, they got this, this and this. You should go see that. Check that out over in Iran. You ever heard of sour foods? I've never heard of sour foods. Go to Iran. Have yourself some uh, sour foods. Hit, hit up with, um. oh, God, I can't remember her name. Oh, oh, well, David and Muhammad, if you're watching, you know your, your friend's name who is restoring old buildings and whatnot. David plays Pokemon Go in Iran. That blew my mind. That's such mm-hmm. a crazy thing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that there's a place in Iran where, or there's like groups of Iranians that play Pokemon Go. That's just, again, that's probably an, an ignorant thing on my part to say, why wouldn't, you know, a global game be played somewhere in the globe like Iran? You know, why wouldn't it be? But, you know, that's the stuff that I learned through going out and reaching out to these people that I never would have known if I hadn't done this, you know? So on your end, do you feel as if like, because granted the amount of individuals, like if you had a digital passport, you would would have to fill it at least three times, three or four times by now. You've been able Mm -hmm. to speak about over, you know, how many many countries has it been now? It's almost 40. I, Over 40 individuals, but like I've spoken to like four or five people from India. um, You literally have a free plate. You literally have a free plate of food from 40 different countries if you ever were able to visit. Pretty much. I I asked this question um, because of that. So every time someone comes on, there's always these misconceptions that whether it be subconscious Mm -hmm. or it comes out in conversation, um, they're present. Do you ever get tired or irritated that you have to defend yourself? in accord or in separation to their assumptions or stereotypes of the country? Oh, God, no. Because if everyone has, if you know a little bit about any country, you're mm-hmm. going to have some sort of assumption about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. you know? So, no, like, if they're going to question me, that's cool. You know, I, I have no problem. Because, again, one, it's going to be, it's their opinion versus, you know, obviously my opinion on, because if they ask me, like, where do I stand on the country or whatnot, you know, hey, that that's fair. And, and I think on that, it's good to showcase because even their opinion of their country might not be what the majority holds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I'm, I welcome those type of questions. Like I just I did an episode earlier this morning with a, a lady, Celine, who isn't from a particular. I mean, she was born on land, but she essentially grew up on the ocean. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was a weird one to super fun, but weird to tackle because I'm so used to like setting aside a few hours of research on a certain country. And I like, <laughs> I have no country to research, <laughs> but 
like you grew up on a boat. What was that like? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After that, we, we we spent like the last 20, maybe 30 minutes talking about cultural misunderstandings between, you know, America and how, because she lives in the UK now, how UK kind of sees America, but she also spent a lot of time down in South America. So how she saw it there and the question she would get, because she was born in, in the UK. So looked like a white person, you know, very, very pale. So, you know, when her family was sailing around South America, anytime they would dock for supplies or whatnot, she would get, you know, they would get questions. Um, and, and a lot of it was, you know, you, you might get a side eye, you know, here or there, because here comes, uh, again, I'm a, we didn't speak about this, but I can only assume you got a, 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 a white family coming off this big old boat, you know, only imagine like all oh, well-to-do probably think, you know, less of people working on the docks and shores, but you know, that's just not the case, mm-hmm. you know, all the time anyways. Um, so I, I have no problem with those type of questions that they're fun to ask and they're fun to hear too. You know, like what's your opinion of America? I, I would love to hear it. Yeah. Cause it might be something I agree with. It might be something I can see and maybe I can kind of test from my world. point of view. Yeah. Attest to, how that opinion is and but why i might see it not being so accurate but again where it came from and what's being done to especially if it's a negative opinion obviously what i see from you know my my place in, in here living in america where i see us going to try and steer away from those negative aspects that people see about us, which, you know, again, I know Zach and Brandy, you guys have mentioned it numerous times. Other people have too. With as as crazy the last few years have been in this country, I, I I don't see it this way, but again, you, you guys have mentioned it. I'm going out there to like, kind of like say like, Hey, not, not all of us, you know, are, are, are what you see on TV. Right. Cause let's face it. A lot of what, you know, other countries see on TV it's not the good stuff, you know. Yeah. A lot of it's like the capital stuff, the, the the killings. Again, whether you agree or disagree, it's usually always the bad stuff that has been highlighted, especially the last few years mm-hmm. from our country. And that's that's not what it should be. Same with other right. countries, you know, like like with Iran and even with China. But we steer we we made mention of it. But for the most part, we talked about like if you ever do go, the cool stuff that you can experience. Right. When you go there, hopefully at, at some point mm-hmm. um, and what to look forward to and, you know, stuff like that. The, the people, not not the government, not the, you know, bureaucracy, all that kind of bull crap. Right. But the people themselves, the hospitality of, you know, h- how they treat foreigners or just themselves, you know, the, the neighborhoods in general, how they look after their own. Because a lot of them do that. A lot of them. You know, you talk about the hospitality and how, you know, yeah, you know, they might have a government, but when it comes down to it, they, they, they help each other out. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's the good stuff. And then that's the, the part that I try and focus on. We know about the negative stuff. We know about that. I don't, I don't want to bring people down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And, and I was happy that you brought it up in the last episode we did together, right? Is because that's that's one thing that I like about your show a lot is that you focus on those aspects because those are elements that should be some of the first things that come to your mind mm-hmm. when you're thinking of a country, not 
oh, what what war did you last have? What you know? What negative yeah. thing in the negative story in the news happened? Yeah. What who fucked up in your country? And you know why can we talk Watch about your language. it? But like I think that it's a good point, right? That you make make about America too, though, is that everyone is obviously going to focus on the negative. Everyone's going to focus on what's in the news and everyone's going to focus on the last thing that Trump tweeted that, you know, got everyone pissed off. And I think that it's probably something we don't say enough, right? Because we focus on the bad a lot of times on our show. I mean, America's still a really good, cancelable, I know it's a cancelable thing right now. Stop it. No, America is still a great country. And I know that will get me canceled by (laughs) plenty of people now. But we do not. We do no, a little about, in the yeah. end, man. No, like w- with any country, every country has their flaws. Right. Every country has their flaws. It doesn't mean our country's bad. Any other country, every country has right. their flaws. It's it's like you guys. You focus on them. You talk about them. You discuss them. Hopefully, people come out with a better understanding of whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. Because again, you you can't get over an issue unless you are you able to call it out, yeah. whether you agree with it in the end or not. There's, there are issues, there are problems everywhere, and you can never fix any of that until you call it out and, and discuss how to go about it. And granted, you know, us three and whoever's listening, more than likely, we're never going to make a big old impact like that to change all of America in a good way or de- hopefully definitely not a bad way. <laughs> um, but, but still, as, as a people, as citizens, it's a good thing to do regardless, because who knows, maybe, you know, some senator somewhere could, could watch this and be like, you know, the, that, that guy Red and B, and occasionally Zach, you know, they, they make good points. We, we, we should bring them on board and, you know, stuff like that. You, you, you can never fix anything until you, you, you notice it's even there in the first place. And so it's, it's good to talk about it. It's good to talk about it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that's why cancel culture is so toxic, right? When you're not even allowed to talk about some of this stuff, right? When you're not allowed to, yeah. I know, I, I know, I mentioned it earlier, but like the Rittenhouse episode that we did, you know, where people yeah. were writing me off just for providing the platform to talk about it potentially being self-defense. Well, yeah. if you don't talk about, I mean, people believe that. People believe it? that it was self-defense. Yeah. So either you talk about it or you disagree silently forever until someone gets pissed. So it, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you you. <laughs> no, I was like, you recently brought it up, and it, it almost pisses me off because not from you, just those who um, attempted to write it off because there's such a, an okay concept of being silent. And I hate it so much. Like in school, you know, some of my neuro classes, these, you know, the lowest GPA in there would be like a three six. Everyone knows, you know, so intelligent. They know every, you know, they know well, at least what the subject matter is. We're in a room for like a hundred kids. The teacher asks a question, and no one says shit. Now we're in this weird waiting game for someone to say something. What is going on here? Say, say some shit. Someone say something so we can move yeah. forward. If you throw it under the rug and the rug mm. is dirty from the top, if I see the dirt from the top from the shit underneath, then there's clearly you need to throw the whole rug out. We need to uncover every conversation. Those who are afraid of those who have a real problem or real um, something worth discussing or have a real grievance with something you said, they'll say, don't cancel me. We're going to have a conversation. If you really mad, if, say, for instance, you're really angry at somebody like really, really angry. You're like extremely angry, but you don't have like, a, I guess, like a supreme sense of peace. You can go fight that person. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. reason why is because you need to confront this person over something that you mm-hmm. believe in. We believe in the idea that this is a form of conversation. 
that needs to be said, good, bad, or indifferent. Those who want to cancel it or to write you off are the intolerant ones. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. what side you're on. You want to s- s- tell someone that they can't say something because it doesn't agree with what how you feel? Then tell me how the fuck you feel. What do you, I don't. Right. That's the whole point of here. There's no point of me being here. Well, what, what I was saying is, you know, because Brandon or, or Zach was talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse episodes, and yeah, like you got you got a lot <laughs> for for that one, uh, and just other ones in general, and even even me, like I know, me and you have had disagreements about some of your uh, opinions you have on certain stuff that happened, sure. right? Yeah, hot takes. But, but yeah, and but one of the things that I also have to remind myself because I, I will let my emotions get the better of me sometimes when I'm typing up stuff. I have to remind myself late when, once I'm calmed down enough <laughs> is one thing that's really cool about how, especially mainly the Discord, it goes down a lot in Discord, is mm-hmm. you, you look at the legality mm-hmm. of it. But then you also talk about the morality of it. And a lot of people don't realize they're not always going to be the same. Right. You know, legally, something might be okay, but morally, it's so wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's that is a hard thing for some people to deal with, myself included. You know, we're like, hey, so and so. Yeah, that that's a horrible thing. Legally, though, uh, you know, it's legally okay. And, you know, then you go into, okay. You take that discussion from changing laws and, and trying to make it to where it's not okay if it's really, really not okay, even if it legally is. And there's there's a lot of what cancel culture, depending on the situation, is is that. It's like they look at stuff and yes, morally it's disgusting, it's wrong, it's so hateful, but it's, it's legally okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. It, yeah, it's 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 allowed to be said and you know, a lot a lot of people can't and again, myself included, it some people just can't ever see it like like that. They can't ever find that divide and be okay with it. And it's hard to be okay with it. If something's morally wrong, but legally okay, it is, it's bad. It's bad for society, in my opinion, especially how what morally wrong for me might be totally okay for another person. Um, that's a whole different topic though. But, you know, a lot of people don't, don't see it that way and, and they fight against it and, you need to at least see it like that and then go from, okay, how, how do we fix this? You know, and finding that divide, which requires patience and a calm mind sometimes, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard for a lot of people because everything's like, like with information, everything's in your face, in your face, in your face. You got to get it out now. You got to get it now. So people just jump to everything, you know, the, the first opinion and they stick to it and they don't really go through to, to, to look into every which way it could be. They don't, they don't see it in the real world, in, in a real world yeah. sense. Um, we we got to get better at that. We, we really do. Because once you can do that, then you can get working towards fixing the issues that need to be fixed, need to be addressed to better not just America, but just humanity as a whole. Well, let, let's, I want to kind of walk down that road with you. The things that I guess from your end you hear from multitude of perspectives that you get from that those international perspectives. What would you say mm. that the stereotype of America needs to work on? I don't think I've heard that question before. What, what do you mean the stereotype of America like needs America, to work on? Like, like if you look at European countries, America is fat and lazy. So America needs to get their health in order, and not okay. to be such a sedentary country compared to like Japan or 
you know, the other areas, other, like, I guess, Czechoslovakian countries, they, like, use bikes and it's more green energy and stuff like that. What yeah. would you say it would be, should, what should be America's diagnosis in, in, you know? You're throwing medical terms at me, dude. I'm the one of you that's not in medical Zach, school. What, basically, what do you, what do you think? Speak to me like know. a normal person. I think he's trying to ask what <laughs> Americans can do to fix the stereotypes, if I'm not well, wrong. Well, no, no, what stereotypes are there that Americans, you think, can work on? Like for, people will say Americans okay, are arrogant. Okay. No, no, no. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one that bothers me, it, it really bothers me because it's partly true. It, again, my opinion, a, a good chunk of it is true, is like so it sort of goes in hand in hand with the whole arrogance, you know, because I mean, for years we're taught and we should be proud to be American, right? Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of good done a lot of bad at the same time but we have done a lot of good for not just our own people we've come obviously a long way we're we're still working on things let's let's be honest we still got a lot more Mm -hmm. to work on too um but we've done a lot of good for just the world as a whole but with that we've developed a sort of arrogance (laughs) to yeah like like we don't see where we are wrong or the mistakes that we have made so much, we kind of like brush them aside or we leave it for a, a particular month to really only talk about, or it, in case something horrible happens, then we'll focus on that. But when everything's going good, everything's going good. We kind of like forget that there are still issues that need to be dealt with. So I, I would think that like w- we should remember that we got this way by constantly improving mm-hmm. and, and a big Part, and I've mentioned this with you guys numerous times, probably on every time I've come on your show, is we were we're and we're an immigrant nation. You know, before America was America, you know, when it was just the natives here. When we when we came in though, we built this off the backs of everybody. Everyone lent a hand, whether it was, you know, through slavery or just coming in and and starting a business and growing that way. We we America is built off of everybody. You know, that we've we've lost that. Let's be honest. It, it, again, in my opinion, this is 100% my opinion, but we, we've lost that. It's like now, if if you don't look like me or, or, or Zach, go back to where you came from sometimes. Or you might have a slight accent, right. you know, that, that's not Southern or, or it's not American in some way. Go back to where you came from. Like, no, that, that's how we got to where we are. With everybody coming through here, that's how we got up. That's how we got to be as arrogant as we were or are because we had walks of life from every country in the world, probably touching on everything and proving upon everything. We've lost sense of that. It's sad. Yeah. Now, I was thinking, like, because a lot of these, you know, I don't know the percentage. I wish I knew the percentage of how many Americans. Well, I just have to do subtractive. How many Native Americans are there? I'll figure out how many. How many, you know, populations are there in America? But if I wonder what are the perspectives of each nation of those who have come here to establish a life? Mm-hmm. Because there is, here's, you know, there's just the concept of those who left and, you know, however you want to view leaving or the concept mm-hmm. of using that word of leaving compared to those who stayed. And are the, those who stayed are more patriotic or they have this more uh, Mm -hmm. understanding of their own country or do they believe in their country? Those who left, they not value their country. Like, what is it? Uh, Cause there's, I understand there's a level of arrogance to Americans, 
but almost every American came from a place that yeah. you know what I mean like yeah at some know. point yeah well and that's yeah. because you know there are like Fred said there is a lot of good to the country there is a lot of good to here there's a reason why people come here to make a life here. and still there's, yeah there's yeah. A, there's there's reasons behind that right these these same rights that we're talking about when we talk about legality versus morality there is a lot that is legal here and I don't mean that just in you know in the sense of like little anecdotal cases right but but the Constitution, right? Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of, you yeah. know, all these things that aren't really protected in lots of other countries. And so, you know, I think the one, we, we kind of danced around it a little bit earlier, if, you know, how do we make this better? How do we fix these problems when they come up? When something is legal, but is not moral, how do we fix it? And I think, frankly, you know, you your two options are top down and bottom up, right? You either go top down with policy, in which case you're going to have to infringe on rights, or you go bottom up with values. And I think that yeah. that is where we have a disconnect right now between people of, of their prescribed solution to these problems. Because the problem with, well, I don't want to say problem, the the trade-off with having freedoms, with having these rights, is that the asshole that you disagree with on every single thing, every single part of life has those freedoms too, has that freedom of speech, yeah. has that freedom of religion, has that freedom of expression and all of these things. And so there will come a time where something they may do or say something, quote unquote, subjectively bad in your view, right? Something that you believe they are saying it, it's dangerous, it's bad for society or they're you know, you think their religion is dangerous or bad for society, or you think that they're, you know, anything, pick, pick anything that's protected and they do it, you disagree with it. And at a certain level, right, well, so what do you do? Do you charge them for having that religion? No. Do you charge them for saying it? Hopefully not, right? But you then change it on a values level. And, and so I don't know yeah. how you fix that, right? I don't know. I'm obviously, I don't have all the answers here, but the other point I wanted to touch on that I think is at least the start. And I know this is going to sound like I'm trying to blame specific people. It's not. This changes blame over it. time. People are responsible for different things throughout time. Brandon, I know you, you danced around. You didn't want to put it to a side, right? You're like, well, whichever side you're on, you know, whatever. Okay. And, well, and where, I where, did I, where did I quote unquote pussy out? Talk to me. Well, <laughs> just like in, in talking generally about cancel culture and talking about people not feeling comfortable about, you know, talking about their views, things like that, that it can happen. I don't remember exactly what you said. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but something to the effect of, well, it doesn't matter what side you're on and this and that, you know, it could happen. Mm -hmm. And while while throughout history in totality that's true right there have been instances in the past where no matter who it is what political affiliation you are you know your side quote unquote has canceled people and that's right. nothing new that's nothing new but right now one particular side so i don't know if you guys either of you knew about the cato institute uh poll that was done it was done in 2020 and they asked people whether or not the political climate these days prevents them from saying things that they believe because other people may think that they're offensive. They, they may think that other people will, will be angry at them for it. And so what they found was that the only group that had a minority of people that agreed with that statement, they, they sorted people by strong liberal, liberal, moderate, conservative, and strong conservative. So all, all self-report data, right? But, you know, so you self-identify as that, and then you answer the question. The only group right now 
that feels comfortable. It was 42% agreed that they, they couldn't say what needed saying was strong liberal. Liberal is 52% agrees, moderate is 64, and then conservative and strong conservative is 77% of people that feel like they can't say something because they're going to offend something. Now, I, I know part of that is because of the issues at hand right now, right? There's a lot of people that don't want to say that I don't believe in systemic racism or I don't, you know, whatever it may be that's going around right now. Yeah. But, you know, at least right now, Again, I'm not blaming any individual because there's lots of good individuals on both sides. But right now, the left, the progressive, the, the quote-unquote strong liberals, y'all are the ones canceling all of us. You need to calm down. <laughs> but but you're right that it is both sides, Brandon. And it, throughout history, I mean, it I mean, I agree, but I, okay, I'm going to give you an example. Um, well, you're going to help me create this example. Okay. The lady, the Mandalorian issue. Yeah. Mm. What did she say? What did she say again? I don't I don't remember the exact quote, but basically she equated the struggles of the modern day conservative with uh, Jews in Nazi Germany. Basically that that Hitler yeah. didn't convince he didn't. Um, right. He said they didn't like the, they, were, they were once everyone's neighbor and yes. it took someone extreme to convince the public of doing extreme acts. Right. The neighbors were the ones coming out against Jews, right? The neighbors right. were she, the ones attacking and, them. And, and the she was per- equating the people, that to conservatives today. Right. And the people who were offended were on which side? The side that were that were the, to defend oh my God, how do you how do you word this? Who chose to cancel this woman? Or I, from what side? I mean, definitely from the left, well, I, right? I, the right picked her up and yeah, gave her a I, movie. Yeah, I would definitely and... say... No, 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 but like the left as in she cannot say that someone extreme convinced regular people to do heinous acts? Or I think it was... What is she being canceled I, I, for? Well, I think it was... That was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, she said other there shit? Were other, yeah, there, there was other tweets during the... More so during the election. I think she... I could be wrong here, but she... She tweeted something out about like the election being rigged and stuff like that. So there's a lot of election stuff at one point, you know, last year that she tweeted. But the president Um, of the United States said that. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Everything she tweeted, they were very, they were more or less mainstream positions on the right. She had one about masking where it was some joke about people wearing blindfolds along with every mask so that they couldn't see people taking their rights or something. Um, and so, you know, again, general, more mainstream sentiment, right? That, that masking is on on the right, I should say at that time, there were more people that were pushing against it. So I just pulled them up so that we have them. The one about the election process was we need to clean up the election process. So we are not left feeling the way we do today, put laws in place that protect us against voter fraud, investigate every state, film the counting, flush out the fake votes, require ID, make voter fraud end in 2020, fix the system, American flag emoji. I don't see anything cancelable there, right? That to me is reasonable and correct. Like we should fix the system. We should change these things yeah no matter no matter what side you are right and then well just as far as the other one right the masking one sure they're like you know was it was it dumb yeah i mean it was a joke it was a joke about some people pulling a mask over their eyes as a blindfold like 
So yeah, I think that even in this, this was like Brandon, the example you brought up earlier about the Facebook interaction we had, this was one of the quote unquote egregious examples that was brought up later of an instance where it was horrendous and, and awful and something you should never say. And I get it, you know, don't, don't make Holocaust comparisons, right? Just, you know, it's bad taste, right? It's just not going to, at yeah. the end of the day, right. it's not comparable because of the size and scope of the Holocaust. But that said, you know, like you pointed, you took the core of her message, Brandon, and we're like, well, you know, is it wrong to say that pitting people against each other is, is wrong, yeah. you know? Right, but what, the, what I did was analyze the words of what she said. I... Mm-hmm. You said I took the core of what she said, and I, I agree with you, but I'm surprised or I'm confused as to why more people everyone didn't yeah. just take what what the fuck? How did I extrapolate some you you know you know what I mean? How did how did this new concept this become established, or at least the one that I'm I'm displaying currently for the pod? Right. Um. How is it that because she could still have her job or you know however you know word it? I don't think the way that she worded. I mean, even like pick you know left wing so to speak. Um, was it like uh, history? Mm-hmm. Um, channels. I'm trying not. I'm trying to not, you know, say anything specific. But I've heard people make stances comparing administrations, or like, you know, I've I've just seen yeah. the extremes. So I don't I don't understand where the extreme reaction is coming from, and it is from the left because some I've heard many people oh, say yeah. Yeah. that AOC is like the like she's not even My something God, you can compare. Yeah. Anything to. We will get into her for sure. Red, we've got a couple minutes left. Just wanted to give you the same opportunity everyone else has had. Uh, Throw a couple plugs out there. Where can people find you? What is your podcast? Where is your podcast? And then, you know, if you have anything left that you want to say that needs saying, um, feel free to drop it. The floor is yours. Damn right it is. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. If anyone, you know, wants to learn about other countries, other cultures or whatnot, curious about a specific country, Red's Ramblings, you can find that. Main channel is YouTube. Find it YouTube slash, you know, Red's Ramblings. The audio version is everywhere. You can find a list to a podcast. But I do video because I throw up pictures. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you listen, I might be referencing something where me and the guests are looking at. So it's better to look at it on YouTube for sure. Um, and if you're listening from like a, a country and you want to come on and talk about your your culture, your heritage, shoot me a message, you know, shoot uh, Brandon or Zach a message. They'll send you to me mm-hmm. and yeah, we can get it rolling. Um, so yeah, YouTube everywhere else. And yeah, if, if, if anything, man, the only really last thing I got to say is just open your mind. Uh, granted, if you're listening to these guys, you're, you're pretty open-minded <laughs> for the most part, or at least open to being more open-minded, but just try, try new things. Just try one new thing. One new thing. That's it. Doesn't it could be food. I don't care. Just try, try something that you've been on your mind you haven't done. Just try it. See what happens. Who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, that was Red saying what he needs saying. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Red. So this was the last segment that we were planning on doing today. Um, so far, we've talked censorship and Best cancel culture. <laughs> talked censorship and cancel culture with David and Muhammad from Ask an Iranian. Brandon and I talked investing, stocks, basics, and things like that. We talked with Jen from Crane's Critter Care about small businesses and about animals and animal care. And now we talked with Red about culture, America's perceptions of Americans, and looped 
back to cancel culture. So email us at saywhatneedssayingpodcast at gmail.com and we can add you to the invite list so that you can join the live conversations from here on out. Whoever's listening, you guys have to text me personally. If you don't have my number, you need to because you guys are um, really allowing us to continue and push us. Uh, We're getting beautiful stats on the servers about how we're doing. We're trying to make it unique and better. Um, as high as this podcast can go, as the high, as high as conversation can go, um, it's definitely not about us. Like the concept is what's holding this show together. So yeah, and 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 red, you know, how dare I not <laughs> include the granddaddy master? Of I'm, it I'm, all. I'm like the unofficial third member of Say What Needs. Yes, one hundred percent. Honest. Listen, <laughs> he is my video. I am the audio. Thanks for joining us.